Are you saying you faked with me? Yeah. Now you're single. What do you know about sexual relations? Is it true that if you don't use it, you lose it? I'm a little worried about being a slut. You're listening to the Come With Us podcast. Talking the good, the kinky, and the ugly. Here are your hosts, Beth, Aaron, and Tina. Hello, 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 all you sexy holes and poles. Welcome to Come With Us podcast, where we've got everything that men want to know about love, sex, and relationships. We know that sexy stuff matters just as much as all that lovey-dovey stuff. And we're here to help you get all the love and pleasure and sexy fun you deserve. Today, today we're talking about something uniquely masculine. And that is the key. It's the key to men's happiness. It is the prostate pleasure. Prostate pleasure, prostate health. And with us today is my good friend, Forrest Andrews from Aneros. Um, they are the world's leading manufacturer of prostate massagers. Um, and you'll understand at the end of this episode, in the end of next episode, exactly why these things are so miraculous, so wonderful, so amazing. You'll absolutely want one a prostate just to use them. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Forrest, for being here, Tina and Aaron. I know that y'all are excited to learn about the key to men's happiness. It's like a prostate pleasure button, right? For sure. It's definitely something I'm very, I've been always very curious about. Yeah. Um, P standing up in a prostate. That's pretty much, I think, the advantage of being a man. Mm -hmm. Well, because, you know, we hear about the female, quote unquote, G-spot, you know, whatever you hear about it a lot more, which is, you know, in and of itself, not a lot of people I think really know or understand exactly that topic itself, but we don't hear a lot about the, what this, what we would say is like the male G spot, which is what they call, you know, the prostate. Um, and I think it's still a pretty, and I'm going to be honest, like a pretty taboo, like, like topic in and of itself. And, and something that I have never found someone Actually, that's not true. One person I've hooked up with or been with, you know, has allowed me to do, you know, stuff (laughs) in the back door. But, um, and it did not go well, actually. (laughs) All right. Well, I promise you, I've talked to a lot of people about this stuff and nobody knows more about the science, the physiology, the the products and everything. Mm -hmm. So... Forrest, welcome, welcome, welcome. So glad you're here. And um, I don't want to tell your story. I love hearing your story. So can you just give us an idea? How did you get to be like the prostate, um, the answer man? (laughs) Well, it wasn't anything that I went to uh, university for. Let's put it that way. Although that did play into it and sort of in the long scheme of things, of course. But um really um first i should say i am the product and business development manager with the narrows and uh, i have been working with them uh in that capacity since 2016. uh however uh my association with them goes back far longer uh, over 20 years really at this point and uh really what it came down to is is that um strangely enough, it started, it it began with a, an issue that I had. I had prostate issues. I was one of those lucky lads who got, uh, chronic prostatitis from his, uh, early twenties. 
And uh, I spent years, as a matter of fact, decades, really trying to, to bring it under control. I went through, you know, a lot of antibiotic therapy. I was on one particular one for over a year and a half. And I mean, I got all sorts of sensitivities because of that. It was really terrible. I was looking and into diet. I'm sorry. What? Tell us what prostatitis is. It's, it is, in general, it's, it is considered an inflammation of the prostate. Now, it can occur for a variety of different reasons. The most basic one is, is when it's bacterial in origin. But most of the time, that it, it, particularly when it comes to chronic prostatitis, that is not the case. It is what they call idiopathic, which is a big word meaning we don't know what the fuck it is. Okay. I love that. And yeah, and so it, you know, they have, they have looked at this problem for many years. Um, uh, it, 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 you know, one of the theories is that it may have started as something that was bacterial that created uh, neuropathy, which is essentially sort of you know, a nerve dysfunction in the area, in the pelvic floor that's creating pain. Uh, another theory on it is, is that the people, uh, as uh, a byproduct of having inflammation. As a matter of fact, this is, is common to, to all muscles in the body. If you have inflammation, you have calcium deposits, and these calcium deposits build up uh, uh, over time. They can build up in the prostate, and they can, uh, you know, produce problems there. So that's 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 another theory that perhaps uh, may in, be involved with it. But you know, in my own case, uh, I had chronic prostatitis. It was not bacterial in origin because I, you know, I'd taken antibiotics that wiped out everything in my body Ouch. and I was still left with them. So I was looking into diet. I was looking into, um, you know, uh, all sorts of different things to try to, to bring it under control. And at that point, I was really looking for, you know, alternative approaches. I came upon a product online that, uh, was touted as a prostate massager for the, uh, that could be used for the purposes of treating the symptoms of prostatitis. I bought the product. Uh, and from the first time that I used it, okay, within, within five minutes, I was beset by the most powerful orgasm that I had ever had in my life. <laughs> now, bear in mind, I was not seeking this out Okay, that's not what I was after. I was trying to to deal with the symptoms of prostatitis. And okay. what I got was an orgasm that lasted for almost two minutes long. Wow. Uh, that started in my pelvis that radiated over in my entire body. And I was like, what the hell was that? Mm. You know, I was I was really I was in shock, you know, um, make a long story short. Uh, kind of continued on with that practice. Of course, you might gather that I wanted to kind of follow that rabbit hole and find out where it went. Uh, six months later, I was I was no longer having any of the prostatitis symptoms, and I was having these very very powerful orgasms. So I contacted the company, and uh, you know, at that point, they were selling pretty much as a health device, but they had received. Uh, feedback from people like myself who were having these really powerful orgasms, wow. and uh, they started selling the product as a uh, as, as a pleasure product uh, shortly thereafter. And um, I kind of started a relationship with them, and uh, they asked me if I wanted to be a product tester, and that was 
certainly a no brainer for me, you know, because yeah. I was, I was really, I was having such a great time with it. And, and uh, basically from uh, 2003 and, and to the present time, well, actually, excuse me, from 2003 until 2016, I tested all of their products for them. Wow. So, so I was, I was the guy, you know, and That's... I did this on on unpaid basis. I mean, I was doing this because I really, uh, part of it was, is that I wanted other men to experience what I had experienced. And I wanted to spread the word about this. And so uh, that's, that's, that's how I got into it. So I freaking love that. I, I mean, love that. so I, I don't know exactly, like, I don't know what it would feel like to have prostatitis, but I would imagine that whatever discomfort or pain you were in had to be absolutely debilitating because I have to be missing an arm to go to a doctor. Like, yeah. I don't care, especially if it were something below the belt, yeah. I'm not yeah. talking to a doctor about shit. And I'm in my yeah. now. You were in your twenties, and it was so bad yeah. that you finally went to a doctor. Like I can't imagine talking to a doctor. Yes, they're trained professionals; they're used to it. Blah blah blah. Yeah. I don't care. I know. Yeah. I know some people who are doctors. I know people who've worked in the medical profession, yeah. and th- yeah, they still chuckle about it when you're when you leave the room because it's funny. You got to kind of yeah. lose your sense, of, like your your self consciousness about it. But oh, I cannot definitely. imagine being in my twenties and going to my doctor and being like, "Hey, like something's not working." From where my knees start all the way up to where my ass begins. Like, I don't know. Yeah. There's something in there you got to figure out. Well, I'm going to ask you a question. When you were in your 20s, did you enjoy drinking? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, first of all, um, what I found was is that prostatitis was was totally exacerbated by any drinking that I did. Ooh. Coffee, same thing. Caffeine. So oh, all wow. of a sudden, my life... Spicy food. So all of a sudden, my life was becoming like you know i felt like i was a monk yeah uh it was really it wasn't it, it wasn't fun could it you wasn't have, so did you have regular sex sure yeah absolutely okay absolutely you know i i did but i would say this is that when the flare-ups were at their worst no right, i wasn't right, so it was right. affecting that <sighs> too yeah, right oh yeah. yeah so okay. i mean so so, Aaron, you know, that's the reason at a certain point, it's like, hey, you got to have some intervention on this. You yeah. got to you got you got to deal with this because it's it's deeply impacting your life and in your social life. I mean, you you didn't feel like going out and, you know, having a, a good time. And sometimes it's just it's just really terrible. It's you know, it was it, it again, it's this pelvic pain we're talking about, testicular pain we're talking about. Yeah, and it was it was not fun. So, See, not- and you know, it's women now, it's finally like, okay, to be like, oh, we've got PMS or, you know, we're having cramps. And for a guy to tell people, oh, I can't go out because my crotch hurts, like, you know, my yeah. balls hurt that, yeah, yeah, that has to be bad. But Well, I, I okay. got to tell you one thing was, is yeah. and, and, you know, for, for a long time was, is that uh, uh, whenever I'd go out to a restaurant, I would, you know, I would be grilling the server with everything that's in the food. Okay. And my friends were like, what is this all about? And then, you know, I came up with this bullshit about, you know, that I'd go in an anaphylactic shock if I had black pepper on my food. Wow. <laughs> you know, I mean, well, did I really want to get into a conversation about what it was really all God, about, no. you know? Right. Yeah. So this is what I'm saying. It was it was something that I, I wanted to address and I wanted to get rid of. You know? Now, was it okay. like grow, going in and saying, especially it was like a testicular pain, was it at least a little bit of a weight off your shoulders walking into the doctor and going, like, cause my, my immediate, I, I'm kind of pessimistic about things. I would have walked in and been like, I have testicular cancer. I'm going to die. Just, uh, you know, you, you can test me, but 
I've got cancer. I'm done. Like, was it at least then they gave you an answer and they're like, oh, it's prostatitis. I get, I don't understand because I've been to doctors where I've had, you know, ailments where I'm like, okay, what causes that? And they're like, we don't fucking know. Like, oh, great. You, right. You well, no, much, but it was still like, I feel like it would be a relief for them to go, oh, we know exactly what this is. Well, that was one off the checklist. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But, but let, the, the other part that was, was the downer about all of it was, is and, and I didn't get this immediately, but you know, within short order and after doing some reading, I realized this isn't something that they've ever really had a particularly good handle on, and they still don't. I'm talking about, you know, the medical community. It's yeah. really something that's, it's, it's been very elusive. And, uh, you know, I mean, well, at that's... the time, before I knew Benny better, I was like, can you take it out? Can you take my prostate out? When he explained to me what when, that was involved with that, I checked that one off the list, too. Yeah. Well, so. And that's the thing. Like, what we sort of miss in that is that you went to the doctors. They gave you medicines that you were on for 20 years yeah. that didn't help. And it right. was only trying some wackadoo, right? I'm sure that was your right. thought. Some wackadoo right. thing from the Internet that did. Right. And But, um... Can, can you tell us a little bit, or at some point, Nina, um, you can ask, but I want to know about the symptoms of prostatitis for people out there that sure, yeah, might let's talk be about having that. that. And then I really wanted to, to talk about after that, just how you started to incorporate that like into your life. Like, was it through just sexy time, like when you were having sex or was it when you were by yourself, you know, so, you know, how did sure. it become like an everyday part of your life? Um, and then we can go from there. But yeah, so the symptoms of prostatitis, if people are looking for them. <laughs> well, it's not fun, folks. But I and and I wish I could tell you that it was more specific than this. But it is they it is they are really the symptoms of a UTI of a, a urinary tract infection. Uh, it's it's it, it uh, difficulty in your urinating, so it's going to be burning uh, whether uh, when you're urinating. It may be difficulty in actually voiding urine, depending on how bad it is. Uh, it's a feeling of, of, of a, a dull pain in, in, the, in, the, in the groin, I would say, in the rectum uh, and in the testicles. And it ain't no fun. Wow. Yeah, that, I have had a couple. I've had a, I've had a good amount of UTIs, but I've had like mm. two unbelievable like really uh, unbelievable and you know it's no joke like those those are that pain is just the worst pain ever so i i can only imagine yeah, yeah that I, must be. It's not fun. i went to the emergency room for a uti once yeah. like having no idea i did, hurt. I did, oh I did too I yeah i can't imagine having that okay i made it i made a trip down to new orleans one year and 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 i threw caution to the wind drinking and and, and and eating all sorts of spicy food down there and when i came back afterwards i did land in the hospital with the with the oh. uti yeah. oh my gosh yeah. Yeah. yeah but it wasn't a uti this was all prostatitis related so. wow okay and this is what happens to older people right older guys when they're peeing all the time generally it's, it's yeah. the prostate well but that's for but that's for a different reason actually no that is that's bph oh. Oh. uh when we talk about prostatitis basically it's it is the most common thing that that uh men under 50 will see a urologist for huh wow okay, okay. Wow. No that idea. is no yep. idea either very common yeah um okay so we'll we'll get to Nina's question, but let me just also yep. make sure that men understand or whoever's listening, like where the prostate is, right? So the prostate is, 
It's a wall-sized gland um, that surrounds the urethra. That's um, correct. It does. It, and how do you describe between the rectum and the penis? How do you describe the location? Well, it, it, it's it, again, it's a walnut-shaped gland. It's about the size of a walnut. And it is uh, stands or is situated below uh, the bladder is what it is. So it's okay. And uh, it, it is uh, uh, adjacent to the rectum. Correct. Okay. And so the best access to it is from inside the butt. That's and correct. There's limited access to it from the external area, right? From the it taint can be, area. It, yes. Yeah. From the perineum or the taint. Yeah. You can access it there and it can be stimulated there, you know, but but uh, much more direct uh, uh, via the anus and, and the rectum, absolutely. Okay, all right. So then, Tina wanted to know um, how how are you saying that? Um, what um, I I think it's it, you know piggybacking off that, but generally, like, how did you? So we're kind of talking about this in a medical sense. Mm -hmm. Like this was yes. obviously relieving your ailment. How does this play more into like your? sex life basically like yes let's know? yes let's let's get away from the pain well yes. and i and i and i think it was preface that by saying like not you don't have to have prostatitis to do prostate play right oh absolutely right. not absolutely not really folks i mean really what it comes down to is that happened to be my my access to all of this that 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 that's what led me into this but for that <laughs> but uh, i but for that, I would not have have ever experienced this other thing. So it was all kind of a happy accident akin to the invention of champagne for me. You know, it was uh, it was it would you know, uh, in in terms of the the you know getting to the the pleasure. Yeah, I it's, as I say, the first time I had it, it was this you know absolutely outrageous orgasm. So I spent the next months you know exploring this as much as I possibly could and. and <laughs> You know, trying to figure out what it was, what it was really all about, right. and uh, it was it was fascinating because um, I, I will tell you as as easily as it came that very first time that I used it, there were times in the coming weeks where it was like I couldn't make it happen, hmm. and I put stress on make it happen because this what I came to find out in that six to really eight months was is that this was a different type of orgasm and that it was that it was nurtured and cultivated in a completely different way much more so than 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 an ejaculation ejaculations were very and all guys know and many women know as well very straightforward i mean it's you know the the buzzwords that you have with that is you know tighter harder faster longer all of that stuff applies you apply that same methodology to a prostate orgasm, it's a non-starter. So, okay. was, so was your first experience with this, I think you called it a super or super O, right? Yes. Uh -huh. Yeah. Did that not include ejaculation? No, these are not. That's a very important distinction, uh, by the way, that, that Beth just brought up. These are non-ejaculatory orgasms. As a matter of fact, that's that's really one of the keys to it. A lot of people assume that ejaculation and, and orgasm are the same thing. Huh. They're not. They are separable. Okay. So um, I'm. It, it, once you do that, 
uh, something very interesting happens. There you no longer have, when a man has an ejaculation, okay, it creates what's, what's known as a refractory period. This is in the resolution phase of the, the human uh, sexual response. This is where the recovery phase kicks in. Mm -hmm. And that, that ushers in certain biochemical changes in the body that, that make a man um, incapable of having another erection. I mean, this is the timeout that guys get, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're able to have an orgasm without ejaculating, no refractory period, no recovery period, you can literally have these orgasms over and over and over again. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Absolutely. The yeah. mystery of the male multiple orgasm. Wow. Yes. Okay. Yes. And so... When you play like this, do you, what about including your partner in something like this? Cause we really only talked about, you know, yourself and stuff, but does this something mm -hmm. that you do or, you know, have you included a partner or, you absolutely. Know, or, yeah, absolutely. No, no question about it. Um, first of all, I should say this too, is, is that, you know, uh, for those who are not uh, having this super O that we're talking about, you can use, uh, this particular product, our product, the Enaros, right out of the box, okay, without any training whatsoever. And it will amplify any sexual encounter. So if one is having uh, sexual intercourse, you know, you're getting a blowjob, kissing, hugging, you know, it provides this, this supplementary stimulation, this very powerful stimulation internally without you having, you know, to touch it. It does this based upon, you know, a, di a dynamic interaction with your own contractions, voluntary and involuntary. So, yeah, it's very powerful when you're using it with, with a partner. In addition to that, there, there's one other thing that, that you have to consider, and that is this came down the line for me. I'm going to put that out there. You know, so this wasn't something that was like a beginner's technique. But when I, once I became proficient with it. I was able to channel this kind of this kind of energy. I was able to choose to have this kind of orgasm versus an ejaculation. So what that meant was is that all of a sudden I have, you know, gone are the days where you're having to recite, you know, baseball <laughs> scores in your head to stave off an ejaculation, right? Because yeah. I was able to essentially have, when I became so aroused that I was going to have an orgasm, I would have one of these orgasms and I'd maintain my erection. That's so, amazing. Yes. That, listen, it, 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 it's, it's something magic. that all men are capable of. Mm -hmm. But you got to take the journey. You, got to, you have to go down the alternate mm -hmm. path. Mm -hmm. And, you know. And maybe well, perhaps like going off that, if this is something you want to explore where would you recommend that someone starts and how would you even like ask to, to, to do something like this? Cause that's I, where I think I, a lot of people would be like, I don't even know. Like, yeah. who, like how do I bring this up? What do I talk? Like, you know, I so I think that's a, a great part, like a great point to like hold off because we want to do a whole nother episode all about basically the how to's. Um, what to bring up, how, mm -hmm. how to actually do it and advice sure. from the, you know, the king of super orgasms. The and king. I, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's okay. I, I say I'm a prostate champion because I love to talk and encourage men to mm -hmm. find their prostate and to enjoy it. And, um, and truly I've had clients that have told me it really is the key to their happiness that they think it's the key to men's happiness in general. So 
But um, but I will point out too, just FYI, the and we'll talk about this more next time too. But my partners have used um, the prostate massagers, and they've done it in conjunction with an ejaculative orgasm, yes. and it right. is still they've like gone on and on and on. So yes, it's I think a, it's, a, it's an amplifier. Magic. Yeah, it's, it's an, an amplifier. amplifier. There there's just there's no question about it. Yeah. So that's very cool. Okay. So before we wrap this up, though, um, we have a question for you, and that is, what can you give our audience um, a sexy tip or a sexy story? One of your faves, sexy tip or story? Well, sexy, sexy tip. Uh, okay. I am a, a big fan uh, for nipple stimulation. As a matter of fact, uh, nipple stimulation is for me. I can, I can orgasm over and over and over again. Again, there are these types of orgasms that we were talking about. Um, I haven't gotten into this, but I, I came to a point where I was able to use all sorts of different kinds of stimulation to create this, this, this whole body orgasm. We can talk about that a little uh, further down the line. But for those who are not- uh, Makes me want to like touch myself. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could have an orgasm just by touching my boobs. God. For those Sorry, who are okay. not nipple awakened, it is something that you can do. I mean, it was kind of interesting because for some reason, um, my right nipple never experienced a uh, sensation the way that my left one did at all. It just wasn't erotic at all. And I was able to train it to do that. Wow. And it's something that one can do over time. And what it is, is that you associate a, a, you know, a, a positive type of stimulation, erotic stimulation with another. And over a period of time, your body learns that as something uh, that it's experiencing that is arousing. Wow. So, um, yeah, I was able to do that with some. Actually, my right nipple is probably more sensitive now than my left one is. It's the, it's the go-to. Okay, we're gonna have to like each go test our nipples. And I know see. for real. <laughs> I love it. So, okay. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you, Forrest, so much for being here. This is you um, Forrest Andrews from Aneros. And um, yeah, truly, they have several different kinds, but this is their packaging, amazing products. Um, and that's uh, the UFO and with the Helix and the Sin. And anyway, so we will talk all about, but you go to Neros.com and go check out their stuff too. And uh, next episode, we're going to give everybody specifics how to use and enjoy your prostate in a way that's pleasurable and fun and hopefully with an Aneros prostate massager so I will thank you thank you thank you um I'm Beth Darling thank you all so much for joining us for come with us podcast thanks Tina and Aaron for um Aaron's probably wiggling in his chair because I don't think he's explored his prostate but we'll talk about that one too next time so it's my sexy pleasure to be with y'all and thank you thank you thank you we will see you next time here on with us podcast bye thanks for listening to the come with us podcast be sure to follow us on social media at come with us podcast and send in your questions comments and confessions to come with us confessions at gmail.com until next time Keep it fun, flirty, and naughty.